Technologies often exist to safeguard digital assets. The problem organizations face is not knowing how to take those technologies to build a platform to provide data security. The pieces are there. They're just not necessarily being effectively employed. That's Kirk Barker, Cybersecurity Standards and Technology Advisor at the National Institute of Standards and Technology. And in this instance, he's referring to securing email. Barker is leading, and this is a mouthful, NIST National Cybersecurity Center of Excellence's domain name system-based secured email project. The goal of the project is to produce guidance to help organizations to identify tools that exist to piece together an effective platform to secure email. Essentially what we're doing, we're using off-the-shelf components, but we're composing them into a security platform in ways that have not been executed before so that we're asking uh, the technology community to provide client systems, DNSSEC services, mail transfer agents, uh, DNS resolvers, authoritative DNS servers for DNSSEC signed zones, mail server security systems, SMIME certificates, and extended validation and domain validation TLS certificates. All of these things do exist. They're available from various sources, but they have not been composed into a platform that provides the electronic mail service both in terms of integrity protection or signature and encryption for server-based email systems. One would expect some organizations have adopted this approach to email security, but Barker says that isn't necessarily the case. We're not seeing as much of it as, as you would think. Electronic mail security on a large scale has some scaling issues associated with key management. It's very easy on a user-to-user basis to establish email protection uh, client to client, but in an enterprise like a large company in which there is an email service provided within the company, the effective protection, cryptographic protection of the electronic mail is something that we're not seeing as, as widely as we would like to at this stage. The pieces are there. They're just not necessarily being effectively employed. Marker in this report uses some acronyms. DNS stands for Domain Name Systems, which of course converts domain names such as .com, .gov, and .org to Internet Protocol or IP addresses. DNSSEC stands for Domain Name System Security Extensions. And DANE, D-A-N-E, is the acronym for DNS-based authentication of name entities. DANE is a protocol that securely associates domain names with cryptographic certificates and related security information so that they can't be fraudulently modified or replaced to breach security. One weakness of many existing email systems that Barker hopes the guidance will address is to prevent a common situation. Users receiving emails with invalid or expired certificates, some of which could contain malware. The problem that people have with DNSSEC is that if the certificates are expired, if it's not maintained properly, then the user gets any number of messages that are irritants and begins to ignore the uh, security message uh, and simply continue on. So part of the project has to be to come up with more effective management of the certificates so that the interaction between the system and the user is most often transparent. 
The email project Barker leads is occurring at the same time others at NIST are preparing a new, trustworthy email special publication that covers emerging protocols to make email security and privacy easier for end users. Barker explains the difference between the two NIST initiatives. The distinction is one organization within this is providing security guidelines and best practices. And at the center, what we're attempting to do is to demonstrate actual real-world useful systems that are conformant to those standards and guidelines. When we run into issues in which the guidance is very difficult to implement or maybe has some ambiguities, we can then provide feedback to the people who are developing and maintaining the standards and best practices to try to make those a little bit more relevant. The, the other problem that frequently happens in our standards activities is that we provide standards and best practices that are secure, but we don't really tell the user or user organization how to implement them, how to employ them. We essentially say, go off and be good, but we need to be able to provide a little bit more targeted assistance with respect to how you can go about implementing this advice, which we hope is good. What's a little different at the moment is that we're simultaneously putting out draft security guideline and initiating a project to uh, trial implementation that is conformant to that. That way we can, can both provide feedback and, and then also we can demonstrate to the larger community that yes, you can too implement this in a manner that is minimally interfering. Barker says his group is seeking comment for the new guide from industry experts and stakeholders in hopes the guide will be published in June. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Eric Chabro.